want to say that let us be reminded to remember those who have lost a loved one over this weekend. Also be reminded to pray for those who are in bondage, in distress. You never know when that day would come. We all have an expiration date. And we don't know when it is. Only the Lord knows. So I'm thankful to be here this morning. I want to look at a couple of scriptures this morning. You know, we are going into a new year. And I've just been praying, Lord, what do you want to speak to us at this present time in our life? What do you want to say to us by your spirit? I'm not going to, I'm going to be focused on pretty much one word this morning. I would like for us to look at these scriptures that I gave Brother Jonathan this morning, and we will read them together, if you are willing. Uh, Beginning at John chapter 4, 34 says, what did Jesus say? Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Next scripture, Brother Jonathan. I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. And now, Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. Next, John nineteen thirty. So when Jesus had received it, the sore wine, he said, it is finished, and bowed his head and gave up his spirit. In another scripture, Paul says the same thing. He says, I have finished the work. I have fought the good fight of faith. I'm focused on one word this morning. It's finished. I'm going to be on both sides of the fence this morning. It's finished. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, it's finished. Paul said, I have finished the work. I have fought the good fault of faith. We are in a fight. What is the fight about? Jesus told us in 1 John chapter 4 to do the will of the Father. It is to finish what he has given us individually, corporately, as the body of Christ. It's not easy to finish something. We see that through the life 
of Jesus. We see that through the life of Paul. We see that through the life of the rest of the apostles. To finish the work that Jesus started. What was Jesus finishing? When Jesus said it was finished, did he really mean everything was finished? There was something Jesus was coming to do. In the book of Genesis, we read that God, after he had finished creating the world, he rested. Meaning that he wasn't finished. Jesus wasn't absolute finished with what the Father wanted him to do. But he was finished with doing something. That something was to bring us back to the Father. Jesus said, it's finished. When Jesus said, it's finished, he meant that you have access to the Father through him. It's finished. He has reconciled us. In the book of Colossians, it reads in verse 1, verse 12, verse th- Verse verse 12 says, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his son, his his beloved son. It's finished. We no longer have to. Be ruled by sin. Because what Jesus done on Calvary said it was finished. Most of us don't understand when Jesus say it's finished. He's given us access to something. He's saying it's finished. I have paid the price so you can come back home. I have gave up the spirit so you can have me in your life. It's finished. I was spit on. I was betrayed. I was marked. I had my head crowned with thorns just so you can have access to the throne room. Just so you can have forgiveness of sin. Just for you to have power from on high. It's finished. Most of us struggle with this. In order to receive what Jesus wants us to have, that he has already paid the price for, we have to say, It's finished. We have to say it's finished to the old life. We might have to say it's finished to some friends. We might have to say it's finished to some loved ones. Is it a sin to say it's finished? Is it evil to say it's finished? If you say finish too early, you might shortchange yourself. If you say 
finish too late, you might kill yourself. Many people are in relationships because they don't have the strength to say it's finished. They are still trapped in the world because they don't know how to say it's finished. They are still compromising with somebody they love because they don't have the strength to say it's finished. But I'm here to tell you this morning that it's okay to say it's finished. It's not a sin to say I'm done with you. You get what I'm saying this morning? Everybody all right? Y'all getting me this morning? You see, you can get yourself in trouble if you don't say it's finished. I was joking with Raymond this morning, the other, a couple weeks ago, and I reached out to him and I tried to give him a noonie. Raymond said, I don't want that because Raymond understood it's finished. Raymond don't got to an age where he don't need a noonie. And Raymond don't got to an age where I ain't finna bathe him anymore. Amen. You know, you see, you have to say, you got to know when to say it's finished, even to your children. Amen. Because if you don't say it's finished, they're going to walk right over you. They're going to hold you down. You got to know when to say enough is enough. I love you, but it's finished. Jesus said it's finished. What was he saying it's finished to? He came to reconcile us back to God. He came to give us something what we lost in the beginning. You see, when Adam and Eve sinned it, they lost leadership. They lost the spirit of God. They didn't lose heaven because God didn't give them heaven. They lost what God wanted them to have dominion over. And what was that? The earth. And God said, let them have dominion over the earth. But we can't lead without God. We can't dominate the earth without the spirit of God. That is why the church is here. The church is supposed to be dominating the world, bringing people into the kingdom, transforming the lives of people, healing the minds of people. You go to some places, not all of them, but a lot of churches are filled with sincere people who want to come out of darkness. Pastor Dale has been preaching a message on let your light shine. Now, when Jesus said let your light shine, he ain't talking about these little songs they be singing. To let your light shine, you might have to bring some correction. Letting your light shine is opening your mouth until what is wrong, what is ungodly. What is unholy? What is unsanctified? 
Everybody all right? Being a child of God requires us to have the light in us. What is the light? The knowledge of Jesus Christ. Having a personal relationship with him. In the book of God told David, you will always have a lamp on the stand. See, a lamp is set up to reflect light. God don't set up burn out lights. You have to be lit by the Holy Spirit. So you can give off the glory of God, the knowledge of God, the understanding of God, the characteristics of God. And that is what we are called to do. But in order for us to do that, we have to say it's finished. We have to say it's finished to something to grab hold of something else. Amen. You know, a lot of people in this world today have not been able to say it's finished. A lot of people have left this world before their time, and they never had to, they never had the opportunity to say it's finished. Paul said, "I have finished the race. I have fought the good fight." You see, it's a fight. When we come to Christ, He's not giving us salvation just to sit down. He's giving us salvation. To work, to finish something that he has already started. The scripture says that he is able, he is the author and finisher of our faith. But you have to activate your faith by working. What do you mean, Brother Tory? Your job may be to pray for somebody. Miss Mary prayed for me this morning. She was working in the kingdom of God. Other people prayed for me that the kingdom of God may expand, that the word of God may expand. And if we don't say it's finished, we are not going to make it. If we can't say it's finished to the world, how can we grab hold of the things of God and be able to say it's finished? You got to say it's finished to one of them to grab hold to the other. Amen. You got to say it's finished to yourself in order to be walking with God. Amen. You know, most people don't want to say it's finished to themselves because our nature, some things we just don't want to let go. We just don't want to say it's finished to. There are some things some sins in our life we feel that is okay to have. We do. You may not say nothing. I do too. But when I look at the word, God tell me otherwise. It ain't good to have. Most people struggle with saying finish to self. Saying finish to my own self-will, saying finished to my own desires. Most people are held in captivity by loved ones. 
because they are afraid to say it's finished. You can love somebody so much, but they can be doing you wrong. Or you can be handicapping them from getting what they need from God. And if you don't say it's finished, they're going to wear you out. You're going to get weary. You're going to get tired. Jesus said, my bread is to do the will of my father who sent me and to finish his work. You see, not everything we do is the work of God. Those are the things we need to say his finish to. Those old pleasures we love to have. Those things that we love to do, we need to say it's finished to. People are being manipulated. You got to get tired of being manipulated. You got to get tired of being used. Like I said earlier, it doesn't mean you don't love anybody because you say it's finished. It means that it's time to let it go. You know, I was telling one of my children, you know, I was talking to Brian. I say, Brian, you know, I don't really talk to you about certain things anymore. And and, and, and he was like, yeah, I know. And he was kind of like, well, why you don't get on to me about that? too much no more. I say because it's finished. I'm, I'm done with it. Not that I don't love you. It's just that it's finished. You are old enough now to make your own decisions. I have finished my race with you on a certain level. See, I ain't through with him yet. I'm still working with him But there are some things I'm just done with. In love. Because if I don't say he's finished to him, I might cause him to be like a butterfly and trying to pull him out of cocoon too soon. And when he come out, because I helped him out, he's going to fly cricket all his life. That's why it's important that we say it's finished. You got to learn to know when to say, like Jesus said, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Everybody all right this morning? To inherit the kingdom of God, we have to say his finish. We have to let go of some things. Most people, Jesus said this, the book of Isaiah says that he was wounded for our transgressions. Most people don't believe that. And what Jesus was actually saying, it's finished. You don't have to walk around bitter anymore. You don't have to walk around depressed anymore. You don't have to walk around in fear anymore. You don't have to walk around in guilt anymore. You don't have to walk around with low self-esteem anymore. All that stuff I was wounded for. 
is finished. But what most believers do, they don't grab hold to what's being said. They thinking Jesus saying, oh, Jesus was wounded because I uh, stumped my toe. By your stripes, I'm healed it. The wound don't immediately close, but gradually. The more you stay into the word of God, things that people have done to you in the past will gradually become healed. Because while you understand the concept of what Jesus said, it's finished and what he died for, you no longer have to hold on to. I have had people hurt me in my life. And I have heard it people myself. But in order for me to receive the forgiveness of the father, I had to forgive myself. And I had to also forgive those who heard it me. I received what the scripture says. He was wounded for my transgressions. He was wounded for my gossiping. He was wounded for me bite biting to others. And I said, it's finished to that. Lord, I'm giving it to you. I'm not going to walk out of here when I know I serve a God who was wounded for me. Amen. I, I feel y'all getting somewhere now. I can see you standing up in your minds and, and, and you're starting to grasp what's being said. Amen. You don't have to live a life in poverty when you serve a God who owns everything. What do I mean? Now, I'm not going on prosperity here, but he said he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing, but it manifests itself in the natural to get what God. See, God ain't going to send. No, hallelujah. I can feel the spirit working right now. Now, look at this. Say, for instance, you needed a box of tissue. Now, God is spirit. Everything comes from God. God ain't going to send you an invisible box. He's going to send you something because he know that he's spirit and you are natural. So you need whatever. When God blesses you, he, he sent it through his spirit, but it manifests itself in the natural. Like I prayed and asked God for a wife, but God didn't send me an invisible wife. He sent me something I can hold and I can feel and I can love and I can touch. See, when God blesses us, it comes from him in spirit, but it manifests itself in the natural. It comes into your life. Like some of you praying in the spirit for financial situations, doors to be open. See, when you're praying in the spirit, God catches that, but he releases it in the natural. He releases it into time. And what I'm saying this morning, you have to understand this. You got to say, you know what? It's finished. I'm not doubting this scripture. You know, the scripture say I'm fearfully and wonderful made. Amen. So, so why should I walk around with low self-esteem? It's finished. Why should I let other people colonize the way I think of myself? It's finished. See, when you come to Christ, it says this. He was wounded for our transgressions. You know, so you don't have to think on a low level about yourself. If you get in the word, look how God talk about us. 
Amen. Look how he tell us to come to him. Boldly approach the throne of grace. Boldly approaching God's throne doesn't mean you're coming in such a way where you're trying to put down on God. But God wants you to approach him knowing that he, you, he's for you. He wants you to have. He wants you to be blessed. Some people are scared to be blessed by God. Because they're trying to figure out, well, man, what's going to happen next? And Jesus constantly says, I was wounded for the way you're thinking. All you got to do is get in this word and be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, by the reading of the scriptures. So many young children and adults struggle with this. They struggle with the truth of saying it's finished. They don't want to let go of garbage. They, they don't want to let go to grab hold of something else because they are used to that former lifestyle. But if, if you say finish to what God wants you to have, you ain't going to get nowhere. If you say finished, God, you know what? I don't want forgiveness for sin. You're gonna, you, you know, you, you're just gonna sink. You're just gonna be a walking wounded person because you choose to accept the truth that Jesus was wounded for your transgression. I call them the walking wounded. The walking wounded show up in churches all the time. You can't really tell it. But the way they conduct themselves, it shows that they haven't received what the scripture has said. He was wounded for what others have done to you. He was wounded for what you've done to yourself. In other words, let it go. It's finished. Amen. I know that this is helping us this morning. You see... I don't want you to, first of all, the Lord don't want you to go in 2020 the same. You got to say it's finished. See, he's giving you that power to say that. How many of you want to go in the stuff you dealt with this year? Do you want to bring it into next year? We'll say it's finished. You know, let it go. Give it to God. How many of you want to receive what God have for you in 2020? Say it's finished. See, because when Jesus said it's finished, that means something was given to us. Something was released. Nobody don't say Nobody don't use the word it's finished and you don't see what they don't done. If I was out there building on something and I came into church and say, all right, man, I'm finished. You're going to go out there and wonder what he was doing. You know, you're going to want to see what I was doing in order for me to come in here and say it's finished.
you know, when we was putting the cross up out there, me and a couple of other leaders. You heard what I said? I said leaders. See, when you come into the kingdom of God, you're no longer looked upon as you're looked upon by worldly-minded people. See, we are all leaders in Christ Jesus. True leaders serve. Jesus said that. If you want to be great in my kingdom, you just serve. Just keep on serving. Let go and say it's finished to I want to be noticed attitude. Amen? And serve. And you will be noticed. I thank the Lord that one of these days I want to be able to say, like Jesus said, it's finished. You know, what you have given me here to do on this earth, Lord Jesus, when I, since I came into your kingdom, I want to be able to say it's finished. I don't want to die and don't finish. I don't want to shortchange this generation with things God has put in me. You see, when you don't grab hold of the things of God, you're shortchanging yourself. You're shortchanging your children. You're short, shortchanging the people in your life. When you don't say finish to the past and grab hold to the things of God, you're shortchanging yourself. That's what we do. We have to let go back there to grab hold of what's up there. Amen. Amen. See, you got to let go old relationships. You have to say it's finished. Amen? Because if you don't say he's finished, he's going to kill you. I'm, I'm telling you. Jesus said, my grace is sufficient for you. See, grace don't mean you keep letting people do it. You got to say it's finished. When God said, my grace is sufficient for you, that don't mean keep on sinning because you got grace. Amen? That means God saying, I'm giving you time to say it's finished. Amen. I'm giving you time to say, let that go so you can grab hold of this grace and mercy I'm sending your way. See, a lot of people take that scripture out of context so he can benefit, so they can benefit from it to keep on sinning. Amen. So they can keep on doing what they want to do. But don't you know you got an expiration date? And, 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 and you're going to be standing before the Lord, whether you did right or whether you did wrong. And God going to say, you're going to be like, well, Lord, you know, I, I thought you, your grace was, yeah, it was sufficient for you. But you never really got the concept of it. You never really grabbed it. You thought my grace was for you to keep on living like you was living. Keep on abusing people. Keep on using people. Keep on putting people down. That ain't what grace is for. Grace gives you the time to get it together. Grace gives us the time to get ourselves right with God in right position with him. That is what grace gives us time to do. 
Now, if we stump our toe, his grace sufficient. But he don't want you to continue to keep stumping your toe. Learn from what you stump your toe on. Amen. Don't keep just doing it. Learn from it. That's knowledge. That's letting the light shine in you. I, I know by me going over here, it's going to affect my character. Amen. See, that's grace working on your behalf. Saying it's finished is okay. Because one day, we all going to have to say it's finished, whether we want to or not. Whether you, when your, when our expiration date come up to be called it out of these bodies, whether you got the job done or not, it's over. Grace right now is working to give you salvation. You see, if you're not saved, grace right here. Grace saying, you know what? You can be saved. Why wait? Why keep putting it off to next month? You don't even know if I'm going to let you see next month. Amen? And God wants us to turn to him now. He said, my hand is open. I have made a way. I have allowed my son to be spit on, beaten. Just to have you back. Just to give you access back to my presence. Just so you don't have to go kill no bulls and goats and chickens to call on my name. Amen. You see, you'll be tired. We'll be tired of doing those things, huh? That's why I thank God that it's finished. I don't have to go look out there and I don't even own no cows. So I'm going to be going on somebody else's property, building the altar. You know? And God going to tell me like he told Cain, I ain't pleased with this because you stole it. You know? And now you're trying to sacrifice it for your sins. Amen? So I thank God that that's finished. Amen? You see, it's finished. You see, a long time ago, certain people couldn't get in the presence of God. See, but that's finished. Jesus said, I died for that. I died so you can have access to God, to the throne room. Jesus said, I am the door. Amen. We don't know how good we got it. In the Old Testament times, these people had to constantly kill something for their sins. They had to do all these type of things to get into the presence of God because they couldn't go in any kind of way. But because of what Jesus done on Calvary, when God looked down from heaven, he don't see us as we are. He see what Jesus done on Calvary. He see when Jesus said, it's finished. That's what God see. He sees the salvation plan working. You know, if you don't say 
it's finished to somebody in your life, you're going to shortchange yourself from what you're really supposed to be doing. You're going to wind up like some of your friends. They got to sit home. And now they got to postpone what they really had in mind they wanted to do. See, now God is talking personally to somebody. If you don't say it's finished, you are not going to do the things you really want to do. You can't fit in with the crowd. God never, when you became a Christian, and when you became in the kingdom of God, we don't fit in with everybody. We have to say it's finished. You can't keep trying to fit in with the world when it ain't going to work. Amen? You're trying to tell people a God vision who are of the world. That ain't going to work. They're going to kill that. They gonna, you can't tell worldly people godly things. Because Jesus said this, they are of the world. He that is of God, hear us. They are of the world. So the world hears them. I hope you're not of the world and hope you're hearing what the Lord is saying to us this morning. Amen. You see, if you keep playing with worldly people, gradually, you're going to sink into that stuff. See, grace is working right now, trying to pull you out of what you're already in. See, because God already see what you're in, and he see where it's leading you. You are trying to fit in with every group. You are trying to be something that you are not. Amen. I know the word is hitting you this morning because God is working on you. God is saying to you, you need to say it's finished. Let it go. Come to an understanding that you don't need to fit in with everybody. If you don't come out of what you in. One thing I know. When God sent a preacher and God put his word in that preacher's mouth, it come to pass. And I'm going to say this. If you don't come out of what you in, 2020 is going to affect you. You're going to see the side effects of you not saying it's finished. You're going to experience the confusion of not saying it's finished. If you are really sincere about serving God, and you don't want to just be coming to church because of people encouraging you to come, or you feel like, you need to go, but you really won't change in your life. 
you have to say it's finished. Saying it's finished is grabbing hold to what the Lord is saying to you right now. Because if you don't say it's finished, there's going to be chaos. There's going to be void in your soul. And God know why that you are not saying it's finished because you don't want to be alone. But it's okay to be alone. I'm a lonely preacher. The only friend I got is fat outside from my house. Rolling Citizen is the only man that I really hang with on a daily basis, on a weekend basis. And I'm the same person every day. Roller can tell you that no matter what tour you're doing, somewhere in the conversation, Jesus is being talked about. He working in on you. Because I know who I am in Christ. And see, Jesus is the author and finisher of my faith. See, I have faith that he's consistently changing my way of thinking. And see, God is going to finish it because he says he's the author and finisher of what I believe. And I believe his word, that it's a life changer. That it's a GPS. He give you different routes to take. Amen. You get in that word of God, I guarantee you he'll give you a new route. Amen. And I'm so thankful that, you know, y'all are here this morning. I wish there would be other people here. Because some, so many other people need to say he's finished. Amen. I know they do, but sometimes when you are stuck in a certain way of thinking, it's just hard. I'm about to get ready to close, but I want to say this one more time. If you don't say his finish, you're going to experience something very bad. If you don't let go of trying to fit in with everybody, trying to blend in, 2020, you're going to experience it. You're going to experience the side effect of not saying it's finished. And you're going to wish you said, man, I should have listened to Brother Tory." Now I realize he wasn't just gossiping or just making up nothing. Because every man of God, when God puts something in their mouth, it's his word. It's his delivering word. It's his grace working in your favor. But you got to respond to what is being said. I ain't talking about come up here to the altar and play games. I'm just about respond in your heart and say, God, that was for me. You know, I ain't got to come way up there to show it was me. This between me and you. And I ain't got to let it be known. I know I need to say it's finished. I'm a work in progress. 
but I know and I believe that you are the author and finisher of my faith, what I believe. Let us stand this morning. I know that you got something this morning. My prayer is not that. My prayer is that you respond to what you got. You don't even have to come up here this morning. Because I know the Spirit of the Lord is here. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty, there's freedom. There's victory, there's forgiveness of sin, there's peace. If you want to come up, you're more than welcome to. But I just want to pray a prayer over us all going into 2020. That we would build up the heart, build up the courage to say to people that we love, that we truly care about. Is finished. I think that's the struggle right there. I think that we struggle because the things that we want to say it's finished to, we love them. We truly care about them. But because they are our loved ones, we feel like it's okay. We feel like we're going to offend them. But it's not a sin to say it's finished. Sometimes saying it's finished will bring you freedom to experience more. So, Lord Jesus, I thank you for ministering to us. I thank you for using me as a vessel today to bring forth your word. At times, I feel unworthy, Lord, because you are holy and I'm just clay. Father, I ask that you would forgive us of our sins. I pray right now, Lord Jesus, that those who are struggling in this word this morning, that need to say it's finished, that you would give them the comfort they need to let it go. Lord, as we step into another year, and I pray that we do see it, God, that you would give us the courage to let go more and more of this world, God, to grab hold to the things that you have prepared for us, things that you have predestined to give us, Lord Jesus. Lord, help us to let go frustration, God. Help us to say it's finished to frustration, God. Help us to say it's finished to low self-esteem, God. Help us to say it's finished to anxiety, Father God. Help us to say it's finished to hatred, Father God. Help us to say it's finished to doubting you, Father God. Help us to say it's finished to trying to hold on to people who don't want to stay, God. In the mighty name of Jesus right now, God. Help us to just to release it to you right now, God. In the name of Jesus right now, God, because we are your children, we don't have to put up with mess, God. We can say it's finished, Father God, so we can grab the whole of the things of the kingdom, God. In the strong and mighty name of Jesus, I just ask that you would bless every soul that is here and every soul that was unable to make it, Lord God. I pray that you would continue to minister to Miss Janice Jesus. 
thank you, Lord, for the finished work that you've done on Calvary, Lord Jesus. Thank you for healing us. Thank you for being wounded for my sins, my transgressions, my conniving ways, my cricket ways, God, my selfishness, God, my self-centeredness, God. Lord, I just thank you, God, for being wounded for that. Right now, Jesus, I receive what you've done on Calvary for me, God. I want to say it's finished, God. I want to say, God, help me to let go things, God, that are not of you, Lord Jesus. Help me to continue to walk in the faith, God, and press forward towards my high calling in the Lord Jesus and to walk worthy of my calling, Lord. I thank you in the strong and mighty name of Jesus Christ, Lord, in the finished work of the cross. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.